I had to do it this way. Austin was just on our fucking call earlier. And Austin, he blasted Austin made me our podcast my, rude. He blasted <laughs> me for our for the way that I start this podcast. So I'm just leaning in. Welcome to issue number 74 of the Infinite Backlog, a chronological tour of the best and most noteworthy Marvel comics. I'm Andy. He was pretty okay for a fat guy. And with me are my co-hosts, <laughs> Shane, the slag dump. I was wondering if you were going to use that one or not. (laughs) (laughs) And Rory, the voice that could command God. I, yeah, I feel that. Uh, I was just thinking it would be funny (laughs) if our podcast, like if you didn't have to do an explicit tag, you could just do a rude tag. Oh, yeah, like on (laughs) on various platforms. If Mm. all podcast platforms had the same sort of like... Oh, that's, I don't know if they yeah, were sure. if they were unified in any way. If we could have like a tagging system, ours would be like. I thought they kind of were. I thought the RSS feed, like, if you were explicit on one, aren't you explicit on all of them? You, that that is one that they they all play nice with. But like, if there oh, were con- like sort of you know like a, a unified list of content tags, or you could just do custom ones and they'd show up. I would love a rude rude <laughs> tag for this podcast. Oh, those those boys are rude. Those boys are uh, rude. <laughs> Today, we read some comics featuring Daredevil, Elektra, and Starbrand. Mm, and we sure did. <laughs> from August through November of 1986, the year that won't end. During this time, we've got some of Andy's bummers. I think you're going to know. You, 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 you'll you know this hey, one. Can you'll I, know can all I of pitch these. something? Mm. What if we called it Andy's Bummer Calendar, the ABCs? Oh, Andy's Bummer Calendar. Oh, oh backlog, at... backlog ABCs. Nice. Yeah. Oh, the backlog ABCs, Andy Bummer Calendar. No, see, I like that. I like that because mm, it has. I a... like. I like ABC. I like that because it has a pattern, and I like patterns. <laughs> um, <laughs> very. Um, my 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 childlike mind is very attached yeah. to patterns. <laughs> In Edmond, Oklahoma, a postal service employee shoots fourteen of his coworkers dead, and then shoots himself. <sighs> He was a former Marine. He'd been reprimanded the day before for his job performance, and this would be the first of eight Postal Service shootings over the following 20 years, and this uh, particular incident inspired the term going postal. Going postal. Going postal. Which is, like, I don't know how much I think it's a bummer. Mm. Mm. In what, I, think... in what, I mean, definitely 14 people, 15 people died. Mm. So, like, Try, bummer there. Don't... Bummer there. Bummer if it happens today. I guess to anybody who was alive who's been slayed by a postman, um, mm-hmm. I, my sympathies. Can you be alive and also slayed? Mm, you know, <laughs> maybe. Uh, so I think, just like I think you should not walk around the world pretending that your actions can't have the consequence of physical harm, mm-hmm. you should not run your business, or in this case, your postal service, uh, mm-hmm. Like you can't push some, but you can't push a good man too far. Yeah. Yep. 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 If it somebody's is... on the edge Oof. of slaughtering your office, do something. Do something better. Be a yeah, little bit is, better. This is the time for that, like alternative managerial techniques brainstorming <laughs> session. <laughs> Pizza parties. They love it. <laughs> a little too late for that. <laughs> it's not too late because we feel after, definitely after Bill, after Bill shows up with the gun, and then the next day you're like, ah, should have bought that guy pizza. <laughs> Man, a personal pan pizza would have gone a long way towards fixing yeah, this. Yeah. I have a I have a pizza coupon from reading books. I could have given him that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, if we only had some sort of sticker system in place, this really could have... Fuck. He would have had, like, a cloudy sticker, though, and been so angry and just gone postal anyway. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, 
still postal service still in trouble please still bad. for the love of for the love of god can we can we do something anyway uh here's another couple we we have two more bummers and they're both really good so we've got uh the iran contra affair becoming more known to the public uh people be shredding documents reagan's denying all involvement shit's getting real messy not this a bummer cuz reagan got in trouble the one time he, one he little didn't. one little spank i know he had to really. apologize but he I didn't know. get in trouble because nobody pinned anything on him there's no fucking evidence that he knew anything about the 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 sales of arms and stuff and so like nobody ever got to be like like, yes, get out of here, Reagan. So he gets to be all squeaky clean and fire all of his other people. Well, he doesn't get to fire his other people because George H.W. Bush was involved. He was VP, and then that guy became president and pardoned them all later. Oh, God, the Iran-Contra thing all makes me so mad. Um, Anyway, <laughs> that's a whole thing you can dive into. What a super, super cool thing about how we uh, support Look, it's, cool it's, it's... right wing right wing rebel <laughs> groups to overthrow socialist re- regimes in South America and how that's a cool thing we did in the 80s a lot. It's generic to the point of sounding absurd. And the truth is pretty much everything bad is Reagan's fault. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like uh, it's so <clears throat> it's so simple that it can't be true. And yet and yet. And yeah. yet. Fucking A. Uh, and then my final bummer. It's a real big one. The big bummer? The, uh, it's the big bummer. It's uh, the final bummer. <laughs> I thought you going to say bum down. Final bum down. Now already did that. So up until this point, apparently there have been three commercial broadcast TV networks. Uh, I'm assuming like ABC, NBC, something else. CBS. CBS, Dibs. CBS. ABC, NBC, Dibs. CBS. The fourth commercial broadcast television network is launched. You know what it is. It's Fox. Oh, but the Fox, Fox, uh, the Fox channel, the Fox, you know, uh, public channel. No shade. No, no, of course. Of course. I just, all the, all the fucking, uh, 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 associations i have with the word fox these days i know it's it's, it's hard it's hard it's so potent (laughs) i don't know to what degree that they were uh wrapped up before fox news meteoric sort of well when did uh, murdoch take control but he didn't have the fox network right no he didn't have the whole network it was just news it was just news so i don't know i don't know to what extent it was yeah, I agree um, with well, you. Well, so like O'Reilly was definitely on Fox News in the early aughts. Oh, so oh, I guess oh, around then. O'Reilly. <laughs> guess around 2000 would be my <laughs> uh, my guess. <laughs> Not to Google it. I've done uh I've I've committed my guess to yeah. to the uh to the annals yeah. of time. Yeah, yeah, I totally know. I totally know what we're talking about. I guess uh we'll make 2001. Uh, okay, 19, 1996. 1996, yeah. O'Reilly joined the Fox News channel and hosted the O'Reilly Factor until 2017. Huh, so that's only 10 years after this. So, uh, you know, we've got a few years for it to be the, the birthplace of uh, the, you know, the, Simps- the Simpsons and do some other good things. Anyway, Fox Fox is the fourth television network in 1986. Oh, and, and that uh, Tucker Carlson. Oh, my God. Ooh, that cutie Tucker. Oh, Bring him home. <laughs> Bring him home. I want to feed Give me him mommy. my pecan pie. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, anyway, anyway, enough politics. Those are yeah, some... we can't we can't talk about the trash. Didn't you know the Infinite Backlog is, I, I believe, an increasingly half polo- politics, half comic book <laughs> podcast. It's, so. it's very hard it's not to fault. be during the Reagan era. It right. super is. Oh Wait, my god! We'll get a, we'll get a little break in '92. Yeah. <laughs> is that um, when the, is that is that when the when Clinton comes in? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, anyway, let's start off. He's a let's, saint, but he's not Reagan. You know. No. Let's yeah. compliment sandwich this thing. Let's start with Daredevil. We're finishing off Daredevil. <laughs> um, this is the end oh, of is this our last the. One? I believe uh, for now this is the end of the uh, the like. Is this a little again, arc over? Blah blah blah. Oh blah. yeah, is... sure. We, it did have a little little ending to it. That was yeah. Nice. And I'm sorry the... to cut you off. No, no, no. You're good. The the Frank Miller's Frank Miller just showed up. He drops in to just do this chunk and then leaves again. So I think mm, this is, mm, sure. I think this is Miller leaving. He finishes off what he's doing and then 
we're, we're out of here. It's so a good this is the, this I remember one. I complained that it was a little frenetic at first. This arc. It still kind of is. It was a little, but I thought that this these last pages, having sort of inundated myself in what's going on with this story, um, uh, I followed it perfectly. I thought it was good. Um, yeah. As a as a conclusion, I didn't really realize it was that. So, I guess sure. it yeah, it it, really it s- doesn't really feel like one because it's, it's a so two page conclusion. It's a two page conclusion. Yeah. yeah, yeah. To remind ourselves, we uh, the end of last week, or I can't call it last week. We're rehearsing. We're re- releasing very irregularly right now. But the end of last episode, last issue, uh, nuke just starts going nuts on Hell's Kitchen. And that's where we spend most of this issue. Just Hell's Kitchen is fucking on fire and people it, are dying everywhere. Given this is the last issue of this of this run, um, I guess I have a slightly altered opinion. Um, there's a lot of pages that goes to Captain America's inve- investigation into Nuke, mm-hmm. which I really enjoyed, but I, I don't think that needed to be the pages out of out of the last daredevil in this in Frank Miller's run that mm-hmm. you know what i mean that yeah. could have just yeah. been focused on Matt Murdock probably would be better i do i do like daredevil's like like all the descriptive language he uses whenever he hears captain america coming he's like this dude's fucking crazy <laughs> he's like 300 pounds of muscle and he's just I, jumping so I everywhere i caught that too i was like <laughs> is captain america 300 pounds i mean i know he's He's pretty tall, and I know he's a thick, he's a thick, strong, muscular man. Mm-hmm. That seems heavy from how he's drawn. Yeah, yeah. He does I don't not know. seem drawn big enough yeah. to be three. I thought, I thought at first they were talking about Nuke Kingpin, looks, but then I was like, well, Nuke looks too small like he's three hundred pounds almost. Nuke, yeah, Nuke could have been oh, three hundred yeah. pounds. Yeah, Nuke, Nuke could be for sure. Pounds. I just really like. Uh, I don't know, like the Avengers show up and essentially tell him to stand down because Nuke is like a U.S. asset, and yeah. the next day. Cap like is trailing Matt Murdock and they like meet up <clears throat> and Cap's like, who the fuck was that guy? And he's like, don't you know? And he's like, no. And I like, I like Daredevil's like, what's it to you? He wears the flag. I hadn't noticed. <laughs> Which I is, like, really so fun. liked <laughs> it's, like, the Avengers yeah, dropping into Daredevil here. Like, yeah, it so infrequently has any gravitas in a, in an ecosystem that constantly has Avengers in it and superheroes in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they show up and, um, you know, the weather changes cause Thor brings rain to put out a fire. Yep. Uh, it's cool. It is. It is really cool. Cause it, it almost, it feels like it ought to, which is sort of a deus ex yeah. machina. Like the really like, big, the big guys are here now. Yeah. Like, yeah. A, like and a everything's good deus over. Ex machina, it's right? over the in gods a gods have come to solve all, solve all the problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's very, it's very neat. Um, Obviously, you know, over the course of the issue, Nuke, like, escapes his military handlers and Cap fights him and Daredevil joins in on the fight. And, you know, the what ends up happening is Kingpin gets uh, and, and annoyingly kind of in, like, you know. I know it's like, really uh, rushed because, again, I didn't realize it was the conclusion. Yeah, He's they're about like, to become oh, yeah, a legitimate businessman and that sort of falls apart. Yeah, because, uh, like, his underlings way. essentially squeal on him for having hired Nuke. And it yeah, just all not a lot out. of Matt Murdock's direct involvement in this takedown. Yeah, and we don't even end this with Matt Murdock like triumphantly going back to status quo. He still doesn't have his like law practice. He's, I guess, just fucking around with Karen Page now. And he, which actually could have been a really nice moment if he intentionally walked away from Daredevil or from uh, from Kingpin, right? Yeah, like he was like, you know yeah. what, I'm mm-hmm. I'm out, I'm out. Mm-hmm. And then Kingpin, you know, hoists himself by his own petard. But instead, it just, which is what happened, but it's a little bit condensed in a way that's unfulfilling. I guess my question is, I still don't really understand why Kingpin hasn't, like, spread it around that Matt Murdock's Daredevil. Like, I get that we need to keep that a secret for ongoing comic reasons, but, like, what reason does Kingpin have aside from the cliche ones that all these situations have? Right? Yeah, like, I know. Well, I think, it's, it's, the, I think it's, it's the Norman he, Osborn thing. Of like, I think he wanted him power. It keeps him in power. Yeah, he wanted, power. He wanted to keep dirt on him yeah. and eventually turn him. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, it's, it sucks because we spent so many comics with Kingpin planning and like scheming and there, it was like beautiful on the page. Right. And it was mm-hmm. this gorgeous storytelling and gorgeous visuals and Matt the pam- at the very bottom of his like fucking trough. Yeah, 
mental health. And like it was it was so gorgeous and cohesive. And then we get to the end of this comic and Captain America is like trying to beat up flag face. And they (laughs) essentially essentially what happens is Daredevil like snatches him. Right. Daredevil snatches him, drives him to the Daily Bugle. And then the yeah. daily the daily bugle runs a story yeah. about how Kingpin set it all up and then everyone like tells on Kingpin and then it's over in one page a single I know. page so that's the thing right like I really liked this issue I enjoyed reading it, it <clears> yes yeah, same it just didn't have it didn't bring the hammer down hard it just kind of felt like an issue it also has one of my favorite Kingpin lines like of any Ooh, yeah. anything we've read so far it's not even like it's 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 not the like intense kingpin lines. It's one of my favorite things. We, we see him and a bunch of his like business flunkies. Yeah, in right, a that's sauna. what I assumed. Yeah, in the sauna. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh no, what's this gonna? This is this is not very good for our syndicate." And he goes, "Don't call us a syndicate. It dates you." <laughs> like, <laughs> Ooh, honey. <laughs> I just I love that he's like, "Don't call our organization a syndicate." That's so last year. <laughs> oh God. And then he just, you know, of course, he, he kills one of them. I don't understand how you can be a, a supervillain like that. And you have to constantly kill your trusted advisors to make the rest of them scared. You're going to run out. You run out real fast. I mean, I think that's kind of the point is. I guess. I the guess. style of leadership is ultimately not as good as democracy. Mm. Oh. 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 We should all paint flags on our faces. Yeah, we should all paint flags on mm, our faces. Give me a, give me a red, give me a red. Well, yeah, I mean, these were, this was good. Like, I think, I think what, what needed to be said got said, right? I liked it. Yeah, I. It wasn't a great ending. As an ending, it was a great mm-hmm. issue. As an issue, um, that's sort of, the, I guess, a common pitfall in uh, series that never end. Yes. Yes. Oh, comics. Oh, comics. <laughs> Um, and, and I guess for now, this is sort of a, this is a goodbye to the Daredevil title until the, until the nineties, I think, at least as far as our current plan. Wait, really? Oh, for us. Yeah. For us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't think we have a plan to return to Daredevil for quite some time. We got a bunch of other pit stops to make, but that's uh, fine. We've but, had a, we've had a, I think my cup is full. Yeah. And we got all the good Frank Miller shit in there and yeah. you know, the, his time will come again. Uh, all right. Uh, this was this was uh, let's see let's see what this is and I want to hear all about Starbrand from you two I want to hear all about it. Um, my take is somewhat lukewarm. How's yours, Shane? Mm. Or lukewarm in a good way, like more positive than negative. Actually, I, I think s- I think mine is also <clears throat> more positive than negative. Um, I can we can definitely talk about it. Yeah. So, um, it's got good bones. Uh, it does, does it? sort of. I was. I think so. Um, okay. What, what is it? What is what happening? I don't. What I didn't like about it is a complaint that I've leveraged against many Marvel comics throughout our readings. Mm-hmm. Right. Like what its pitfalls are not out. Uh, are not new and are not grotesque in the pantheon of what is being read and written in this in this space. Okay. Um. So like too much too much garbage filler dialogue right yeah. off the top. Mm, yep. yep. Just just text mm-hmm. narrating what's happening in your head is not necessary. Draw the picture better. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's a Jim uh, Shooter script, so uh if that if that helps at all, he uh he did I know we loved fucking Secret Wars too. I, I know like, we oh, did. No, I, I think I think this and when I said it has good bones, what I mean is I think that the story underneath the dialogue is interesting. Um, I like, I like taking this person who for the first time, uh, he's a little bit kind of a Don Draper type, but he's not a child with no responsibilities, nor is he a wealthy billionaire. He's just a guy. He's just a dude. Yeah. He's a dude. Named Connell. Named Connell. Kenny Connell. Kenneth Connell. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I was a little... I was a he's little a, bit he's confused. A, he's a little horny dude. He's a little horny I, dude. He, he is Yeah, I horny. was confused if he has an open relationship or if he's not with his wife anymore. I don't know what's going on. He's seeing this woman. What's her name? Is it Beth? Is It, it starts with a B. Ooh, he's Debbie seeing, Duck? Debbie. Some, some, no, so there's there's, de- there's Duck. 
And then there's this other woman with a kid. That Is he not fucking duck? I don't think so. That's uh, where. I, that's the thing. He he fucks a duck. I don't think he fucks Duck. I think, like, he, like, crashes at, at Duck's place and nothing happens. They, like, sleep. He, like, sleeps on the couch or whatever. At but then times we see him they have with a the other very, woman. At times they have a very familial bond. At times yeah. it's a little bit touchy for her brother-sister. Yeah, it feels uh-huh. very brother-sister a lot of the time because there's moments where he's like, oh, Duck. You're so fucking dumb. <laughs> oh, duck. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> yeah, they said quack, quack to each other. Why did you call her duck? <laughs> it got tired so fast. It was, a cute, it was a cute little game that I could do with one reference to per issue. The mm-hmm. fact that they're constantly, and I'm having to read it. I'm having yes, to constantly yeah. it's read very them quacking at each other. Quack, yeah. quack. It's unacceptable. It's like, it's like rogue Southern twang that I hate. It's like, well, it may, it I, also I like may, that it exists, but you cannot, you cannot sugar. just make me read this in your, in the dialect of your choice. That's unacceptable. Right. <laughs> yeah, I with the yes. letter I, it is not a H I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Oh my God. It's so poisonous to read. And then <laughs> it, it reminded me of like, you know, uh, like MJ's famous line from the seventies or whatever, or was early seventies? Oh God! Or late sixties, yeah. where she's like, "Face it, Tiger, you've hit the jackpot," tiger. or whatever. And oh my God, it's like later writers, you'd think that that she never says anything else. She just always is like, "Hey, Tiger," and then like they constantly make reference to this like one line. It's like God. But I like Duck because she's not a smoke show. She's she's got this crazy hair too. Oh yeah, yeah. She's like a, maybe she's a lame duck. She's kind of a weirdo. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I like. She hangs song. out with this guy named Me- not is it Melvin or Myron? My Myron Myron Myron. She hangs. She yeah. hangs out with this very old nerd. <laughs> the super yeah. old nerd. They're fucking weird. <laughs> Everyone he, he like is weird. finds. He like finds the the bent up like bicycle and he's like, oh, it's so cool. I'm gonna fix it and freaking. <laughs> Kenny's like, let me just bend it into shape for you. And look, I can fly. Okay, so here's what I want to talk about. So Yeah. His shirt. <laughs> can we talk about his shirt that just says Pit? Pit. Pit. We gotta he's talk always about, wearing listen, Pittsburgh shirts. Listen, we gotta talk about his shirts. Yeah. He's he's just he's he's rocking the animal t-shirt before it gets cut up. Okay. But uh, different variations, though, right? It's I was gonna say this wasn't very subtle, but maybe it wasn't picked up on by you guys. So this in these two issues, uh he's grappling with Okay, because so for for Kenny Connell, who we haven't really described in much detail yet, um, is just walking along, minding his own business, and an alien <laughs> falls from the sky. By a weird man, <laughs> a weird old spaceman <laughs> says, "Here you go, you're the hero now." And yeah, it's take very my very fast. Take my tattoo. <laughs> it, it's kind of silly, but the abruptness leaves him with a lot of questions to grapple with, which I yeah. kind of wound up liking. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so for the first two issues, he's always wearing like Pittsburgh clothes because he's from Pittsburgh. Yes. That's the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, but you'll know. Here you go, Pittsburgh. You get a hero. I hope you like him. It's Starbrand. <laughs> I hope he stays really famous forever. <laughs> you'll notice when he is, uh, when he switches to being an actual hero from just like a goofball trying to trying to do right by the world now that he's immortal, mm-hmm. uh, he, he's wearing a USA shirt. Yeah, his shirt says USA instead. It's kind of neat. It's a little bit easy, a little bit heavy handed, but it's kind of neat. Okay. I don't know. I guess what kind of turned me off of this. Well, it it turned me off and then they had me again. And then I guess we have to wait and see if, if they actually follow up on this. He gets his powers so fast. And then he really quickly is like, I have super strength. Oh, and I can fly. And it's just like, I don't know. It's so, it's so very much just like, ah, we need a new hero who can do some shit. And like that pissed, that was not great for me. And it was kind of like, I don't know. There's nothing interesting about this. But here's the the interesting twist on this that I that I do like and I want to see where it goes, is that this other alien shows up later. Yeah. When he's like showing off to Myra and all of his cool powers. And this big scary alien shows up and is like, dude, you got fucking conned. That old guy, he wasn't dying. He's not dead. You've been duped into taking the star brand, and now you 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 got you fucking have a star brand now, you idiot. And that's what I don't I know thought. what that means. But then it turns out, then it seemed like he was still the bad guy, and the old man was still the good guy who was probably telling the truth. I think that it's this un- was just a unclear. ploy. To, it is unclear, but I think I think it's been signaled that uh, this guy was just a bad guy trying to get the star brand from him. 
I don't know. Well, maybe. maybe. I, there's a world that I hope we're living in where the guy who is the off, you know, he, who offers adventure to our hero Ken Connell is just a well, shitty dude. Yeah, and and <laughs> Starbrand Ice is that alien, so it would be very interesting to find out that he was right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't know. Um, so like I said, so like I think the art is not that good. I think no, it's the really not. Text is not that good. I think <laughs> between the bad text and the bad art. Is a story I kind of dig. Quack, quack. Quack, quack. quack. (laughs) I love that he's like flying around with his powers and he's like, oh, I can look in this girl's bedroom. And then he goes, and then he's like, wait, wait, no, no, stop, stop, leave, leave. Don't do that. You'd be a fucking He's a total wasp. He's like, he's, you know, his sexuality brings him shame. It brings him great shame. (laughs) Yeah. I like, uh, this is, I don't know, one one of those times where you like, it's just something something that I've never thought about before in terms of like having a superpower. He flies up really high, like, ha ha ha, oh my god, I can fly. And he looks down and he's like, I have no idea where Pittsburgh is. <laughs> I've gone I have gone so far up in the sky. This doesn't have the lines on it like the map does. And he goes uh-huh. down and he spends 20 minutes going along the coastline until he finds Pittsburgh. And he's like, oh, there's it, there it is. <laughs> It's funny. It's it's a fun moment. I like that a lot. It, it, it reminds me a lot of uh, Nova. Yes, um, but it does. With, except instead of being a child, he's a grown-up with a kid and a job. Although, yeah. like I said, he's kind of a John Draper type. His job seems like he's fucking killing it and mm-hmm. has no... And has got plenty of money. And it seems like he's got plenty of opportunities for sexual conquest. It kind of edges towards more Iron Man than uh, Molecular Man. Yeah. Or Molecule Man, mm-hmm. but it's it's, it's kind of I it's a it's still a kid's power fantasy, I guess. Like it, yeah. I can allow him to be a little bit um uninteresting, his life to be unproblematic. I don't need He's to see like- what it's like if he uh you know, if some dock worker got this power and had to deal with right. a boss that's trying to send him to immigration, that would be a bummer. <laughs> it's just so weird that like he goes on this like date with Barbara to her house with her children. It very much seemed like that was his wife. That, I thought that was his wife and his kid. I don't it's think it's not his because, kid. Be, because he, said it's, she's, he told her a romantic poem was like, you're the only woman. Is it was this all a joke when he's like, you're the only woman for me. You're perfect. Was that not read sincerely to you guys? I think he's dating her. But I think oh. it's a different guy's kid. Oh, sure. So this is the sort of Marvel world where you're allowed to have multiple serious relationships until you actually pop the cue. No, I think no. maybe she's just divorced. Yeah, she. Well, there's, a, there's a panel where she literally says, she says, I'm all yours. If that's what you're worried about, now you know it's safe to ask me to marry you. And he goes, okay, I, but don't then really, his I don't girl- think I'm going to. Remember, he says his girlfriend called that house and was like, he was like, I was, she was like, I'm mean to your girlfriend. I, old yeah, it's habits inc- die hard. It's incredibly confusing. We need to answer. It's we need to get answers on the duck of, of it all. <laughs> what is, What is his status with the duck? With ducky? Yeah. With with, with quack duck. quack duck lady? I just need to know. I need to know. Ugh. <laughs> so yeah, I'm in, I'm intrigued. It's not. Uh, it's not high art, as we'll mm-hmm. get to later. It is. I'm intrigued. It's fun. Here's what's interesting. Something that I just learned from the Marvel Wiki is that this comic takes place in an alternate universe. He is not in 616. Oh, okay. So, uh, because there is uh, a different star brand later that gets introduced uh, under the name Kevin Connor. Oh. Kevin Ooh, Connor that's a is very white name. Very name similar so to Kenneth that it Connell. Might just... <laughs> I don't know that he's just bones. He's just a skeleton. <laughs> oh my god! Wait a minute. Okay, hold on. But let me look at this. So, how many? How many issues is Starbrand Volume One? Oh, it's nineteen. So I, it's like, like a nineteen say, issue yeah, thing. I looked at it as eighteen or nineteen. White skeleton yeah. man. I mean, I don't. I I have this in here as a tryout. I don't know how long that we actually want to read it. I'd read but a little like, bit more, but I I could see myself weathering from the. The yeah. text and the art. Yes. Um, but like I said, got good bones. I, I'm down to see where it goes. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, okay. And then our final stop 
uh, today is uh, something mm. that we had to source separately from Marvel Unlimited, considering it was published on the Epic Comics imprint for it was too spicy for 1986 Marvel to publish under it's the Marvel banner. Spicy. Not it's not that spicy. spicy. I think I can see why they don't want it to be under the name Marvel the same way Disney had its R-rated studio. Mm-hmm. I forget the name of that. Which one was it? Does anybody know? Oh, God. No, but I know but what you're But doesn't Disney about. have their R-rated material on Disney Plus? They do now. Yeah, they're more yeah. Okay So that's sort of it. my thinking was like, I get why you don't put the mouse on the R-rated stuff. I get why you don't mm-hmm. put the Marvel on this. Yeah. But you can host it. Like, this is art that deserves to be there. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think, to be honest, the... Uh, what it what it is for Marvel Unlimited is iOS and Apple. I think the Apple ecosystem would rate this as a mature app, not for kids, if they oh, allowed and then this, some and of then this it's a mature app, it. and then it doesn't show up in the iOS thing. Okay. Yes. That's an interesting problem I hadn't even considered. And I believe that is the leading decision maker for why it's not on Marvel Unlimited. What but, about Disney Plus? Disney Plus doesn't if they have if they've got R rated movies, wouldn't that fall under being a mature app by I, don't I don't know yeah. I, I, I don't I, know I, I'm interrogating you like you made the decision I'm sorry no 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 yeah. and I also I also just don't have all the information so I yeah, want to look sure. that up but I, I know at least you know that there's some element of that that's gone but into this it. is this is I would say I hate to do this to my best friend Dracula probably <laughs> the best thing we've read for the podcast I think so too this is this is one of the coolest things that we've read just in in general at all. Oh no, uh, we are in disagreement. Shane hates it, but well, Shane Shane's really oh, into Dracula. No, it's not even <laughs> that I'm really into Dracula. I think <laughs> no, don't excuse me. I'm so sorry. Don't get me wrong. I like this. I like this. I like this very much. I like that it's weird. I like that the art is. Have we not even said what this typical. is? Sorry, it's Electra Assassin. Sorry. We've read as Electra Assassin. <laughs> sorry, and we sorry, did not say. We have, we have, we have read Electra Assassin for the Infinite Backlog. <laughs> I like the weird fucking alien faces that you have for the whole first issue. I'm posting them into our chat. People can go look at it if they want. Um, eventually, oh my gosh! But like, I really like the self-inserted like, text over the images that's supposed to be like her writing on top of the comic book, and also <sighs> thought bubbles as images. Fucking dope. Yeah. So this is Bill Sienkiewicz again, uh, who is the guy who was doing New Mutants. And it's, uh, you know, he took over on New Mutants and uh, introduced Warlock uh, and all of that really incredibly weird art for the Demon Bear stuff that we read. Um, And so it's Bill Sienkiewicz and Frank Miller writing. And so it's a combination of of two weirdos. But we've we've derailed Shane's takedown. So let's let's get back to it. Yes, please. No, I did. I thought. I mean, that, that wasn't a takedown. Like that's. I. Feel, I know. I, feel I know you really like good. it. I, did, I. I. I do like it. I. I think that there's there's something beautiful about stylistically how it's starting like in her head, right? And it does kind of like this background, and you have these flashing images of like her beginnings and where she comes from, and each of those each of those flashing images as she starts to become more and more Electra, the the imagery starts to become more solid and yeah. the. The, and less like a child's drawing and more and, like, yeah exactly and then less like a yeah. child's drawing and it starts to be more stylistically mature and then you get into into the second issue and suddenly it's like each each page is like hand painted and gorgeous and yes. like it's incredible it's I, absolutely incredible i don't have the artistic vocabulary to describe the media that are being used to, um, to make what this you art. Might, what you might it's, relate it to if you were uh, Arkham Asylum. Uh, it, the, it is kind of Arkham Asylum. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's mixed media. A lot of it, a mm, lot of it is yeah. pen and ink and watercolor, but then there's also parts where they have like pieces of construction paper taped over the top of it. Yes. There's like a part where there's lace that's glued over the picture itself. There's like folded lace oh, that's this, splattered I with have ink. A question like, that's that's that like will... real lace. Oh, so something to ask that would be pertinent to your printing history. So yeah. they put they. You think they didn't draw the cardboard and the lace? They put it on there and photocopied it. Yeah, it seems yeah. And I and, didn't. And I didn't notice. That's cool. It's really fascinating. It's like a it gives it gives a very collagey feel to a lot of what you're looking at. Almost like uh, like those stereotypical like serial killer messages with like bits yeah. cut out from different magazines. Like it is a it is a trip reading this fucking comic. Um. And they they tackle some some extremely upsetting moments like 
I'll, I'll say the text of these issues is very tough to follow. It's really interesting, but because a lot of this is not maybe literally from Electra's perspective, but sort of like or originating from her mind and like her mind space. Like, I thought that the um, I thought that the second issue, the narrator was Garrett. Right. Is that not true? And so yeah. that's part that's partly true. Yeah. I think it goes back and forth. So there's definitely a lot of Garrett narration in the second issue. In the first issue, she's as we come to find out, she's like being fucking yeah she's in some sort of mind monster or mind machine yeah she's getting poked by like people in a madhouse and like and so like her thoughts are all crazy like weird and disjointed but like she's about to get a a lobotomy so like she's yeah and and in and amongst all this she's saying shit like okay so this is this is dial this is an example of this the the text from the first issue uh we're talking about her parents uh, their names were burned away by the greasy men, the fat greasy men with their fat greasy loud machines, their punishing machines that smell like old caps and run lightning through me. And, and, and you know, you back up and it's like the panel is like, like suddenly more realistic and you can see that she's like maybe getting like tortured or like electroshocked something like it's fucking weird. But like. She, there's there's a moment where she like remembers being five and like there's like a two panel spent on it, but it's very like upsettingly clear that she's like getting abused and then like moves on from it. Like her memories are, are like people tried to fuck with her memories and make her like gaslight her that it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Like it's really intense to read. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know this. The, the experience of reading this was very like p- uh, puzzle it out in a way. Like every page was almost oh, like yeah. its, its yes. own little it puzzle is, of like what's happening. Read. Yeah. And I, I liked it. I guess I, um, I felt pretty equipped to do it though. It, it is not sure. It's, it's not as arcane as some of the things I've tried to read that are like sort of well, more that, intentional. Yeah, I would say like more James intentionally. Ob- right? No, I don't mean like <laughs> prose. I meant like a comic book that's a little bit more intentionally obtuse, where you're sort of scanning for what image is supposed to come next. Arkham mm. Asylum is like that. Arkham Asylum yes, is yes. is is nonlinear in a way that doesn't have an absolute answer in how you observe the text and the images. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe the author certainly drew them in the in a certain order, but right, um, the eye cannot cannot follow uh, a clear path from top to bottom. Uh, in a way that in this, I did not, I didn't feel lost. I felt like I was always reading the right panel at the right time. Yeah, yeah, totally. It still it still follows comic logic, even if like the ideas being presented are a little confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because you never really know how she, she's slipping in and out of consciousness and memory and mm-hmm. the, the panels and the text kind of follow along with that. Yeah, because she drank too much beast milk. I mean, what are you going to do? You had way too much beast <sighs> milk. There's, and a, you went there's a, a lot crazy. of milk. There's a lot of milk inflation <laughs> in this comic. And it's, it's the borderlines on. Uh, she drank being, a lot of beast milk, which is breast yeah. milk. But you left a letter out. Um, But that's not that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, she, this is, I mean, so this is Electra. You get the sense that this story does happen after the last time we've seen her, even though we thought she's dead. Maybe she's not. I don't know. But I feel like it also could be kind of anytime. Like it has kind of that anytime vibe. It's clearly mm-hmm. after she met and left Matt Murdock the first time because mm-hmm. she has memories of Matt. But in, in terms of like the rest of the story time frame, I don't know that it oh, matters. Yeah, that's true. Um, you know, it's, it's what I. I would have liked, and I guess it's not too late, so I'll put it out into the universe. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to adapt the language of, say, an H.P. Lovecraft, just make it a little more palatable to a modern audience that I don't think you should do because it exists. The author's dead. Um, it would be difficult to do that with the with the best intentions in mind in a way that I would find um, noble. Frank Miller's alive and he could do a little, you know, update, you know, a, a second edition that just yeah. takes out a l- the the harsh language comes in hot in the second issue because yes. Electra doesn't swear at all. Mm-hmm. And then Garrett has a real potty mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's OK because he's a character, but it's also like, you know, times have changed I didn't like reading all of it, all the things he says. No, he's kind of a, yeah, it's not, it's not great. And it didn't um, feel artistically like it contributed very no, well. No, no. Um, we didn't see him engaging, uh, I don't know, in something more meaningful to, to give that 
give that language context. Yeah. He just uses it, and I think you could just not. Um, Help me understand the second issue. I did follow the second issue, but I was a it's little... It's a little un- more complex. It, it was a little crazy. I didn't so... pick up immediately that it was not Electra. Uh-huh. Um... Because yeah, uh, you know narrating. you don't you don't make you don't make that core assumption on page one that oh there's Correct. a new narrator right how would you oh, they do he does actually technically it's colored blue not white it um, is so there yeah. is a visual clue but you know you gotta figure it out still so my understanding is that Electra was hired to kill the American ambassador to what country are they in is it Nicaragua where are they. It's unclear. So she is the whore of Bolivia, is the yes. sort of mystery around her. Uh-huh. Um, that she takes these $2 hitman jobs. Um, mm-hmm. Whether that's true or not, that's the sort of mystique. Yes. Um, and so she's supposed uh, to kill this ambassador. And I think she, I, I thought they were in Mexico, but I, I'm not, I don't be. think that was said. I, I guess think I just somewhere thought, in South America, but could be. Uh, but regardless. She like goes off. A whole bunch of shit goes wrong. I think she ends up doing it or killing somebody. But when she goes There's back an American to like ambassador and American, she, she tries to claim so it could be, her. Could be Colombia. Uh, it could be. But she tries to claim her money. But like the guy who hired her has been killed by these. I think CIA spooks have been sent down to like yeah fuck shit up. And now they're after well, they her. Could be, and she's after they them. They could be. They could be ATF, right? Narcos. Yes, they could be. They could be. Um, it's, it's unclear. They call them yeah. like they're from the agency, right? Yeah. They're from the so agency. They're, they're some sort of American fuckos and that's who's one of them is who's, uh, who's narrating. I think CIA issue. is a good guess. I hadn't put two and two together, but yeah. It feels CIA. CIA with the, with the numbers filed off. Maybe mm-hmm. you're probably not going to literally call them CIA. But well, the and like one of them has CIA. a spooky implant, like a, like a recording implant in his forehead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got some weird, like, fake tech. But it, I get the sense that Garrett is going to be, like, I don't know, if not the whole, like, the, the bad guy for the whole series, like, he's going to be around for a minute. Am I am I wrong? Do you get that vibe? Unclear. He, like, um, because he gets away he gets at the a, end, right? Yeah, he gets this sort of, I think so. He has a really cool moment at uh, when Electra fails to assassinate him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he comes home or to an office or whatever, and he finds it. It's it's been searched. It's been ransacked. Yeah. And then he he gets to a corner that hasn't been ransacked, which is his clue that she must still be here. She he interrupted her rooting through his right. document. Mm-hmm. That's just a moment that feels real and believable, and I don't think I've seen. Right. Yeah. Felt original. Right. Yeah. I really liked when he kept looking. He's like. Uh, my gun, and he reaches for his gun and his holster, and it's not there. And he's like, "Fuck yeah. my secret gun!" And he finds a secret gun, and he's like, "Not even the agency knows I have." And it like falls apart in <laughs> falls his apart. hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! And, and as he's getting his butt kicked, he's constantly like, "God, I need a beer so bad." <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man, it's really cool. It's cool storytelling. It's visually awesome. Like Shane said, I mean, each fucking panel on this is just oh, like. I was gonna say with the attention beautiful. he gets. I could see him coming around, being being electric. Oh, like a friend, te- te- a team up, yeah. By the end, but maybe not. Yeah. He could. We could double down on him being an evil character. Uh huh. Well, but he's a company a- man, so it's kind of like everything he's done has been sanctioned by and ordered by the U.S. government. So he's <laughs> right. got room to, to. He's not. He's not an an avatar of evil. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I don't know where this is going, but I'm I'm excited for it. This uh, Electra Assassin is eight issues long, and each one of them is long, like they're thirty plus pages. So I've adjusted our reading list accordingly to yeah. a- a- account for that. But like, I want to read this whole thing. I was going to mention something uh, when we do. I have two things I want to say. First, mm-hmm. I think most prominently, um, I'm still interested to hear from Shane. Uh, what's definitely better that we've read? Daredevil? Mm. Is that was that the thing that you think is still kind of the king? Or is not not Daredevil? Is it something else? I mean, I I mean I don't know. I don't necessarily I think I would have to think about what what I thought was quote unquote better. Like this doesn't okay, fair enough. This this feels like it doesn't fit in any of the other categories that we've that we've read. I get that. I get like that. It's, it stands by itself. Like so obviously like sure it's the best thing we've read, but also it's the only comic we've read that has 
this much work put into it. We have not, yeah, we've not read another comic that had this amount of work put into literally every single page. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's totally mm-hmm. fair. Um, uh, and so it's it maybe not everything gets to it, it. Maybe it's not fair to compare everything to right. It. Yeah, uh, the best of Daredevil and the best of Sinkowitz. Yeah, yeah, uh, Sinkavich, Sinkavich, whatever it is. The the new mutants, the new mutants bear shit. stuff. Was that was that on par? I mm. I thought that the artistically it was very good. I artistically, like it was good, but it was like it was it was messier than this. Yeah. It was messier, right? Than this. It was and like I think... so. It's like he had an art director for this one. And when Daredevil is mm-hmm. messy, I get lost. Yeah, and in this, I felt not lost. Maybe not like I didn't understand. You know, if 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 you want to differentiate between did I understand and interpolate this text appropriately, mm-hmm. I don't consider myself lost. I don't know yeah. everything, but right. I it... I read it as intended and and am at the level the author intends me to be at. I think. It literally yeah. feels like he started these comics and he did the first the first like issue and the art director came in and said, great, but now we're going to take it back about three notches ha. and you're going to solidify what you're doing and it's going to signify where this comic is going. I think that's like, reasonable. Yeah, I think I think someone reined him in for the second issue and probably yeah. for the rest of it that we're going to read. Um, because it yeah, definitely like you can tell in the new mutants that nobody said anything to him. He did whatever he wanted. Also, oh my God, yes. Uh, the very first panel, I think it's the first panel. I'd have to double check. First page for sure. Uh, little Prince reference with Electra. She's in her mom's tummy. Like the, oh, yeah. the oh, elephant yeah, and the snake. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It, the, I just, yeah, I don't know. I love it. I think, I think my pick would be that if anything, if anything was, "Quote unquote better on the level of this. It was it was the you know the height of uh, of Daredevil with Frank Miller in his original run. Um, I think I I was enjoying that. It's more straightforward. It's a more straightforward work to just enjoy and and let wash yeah. over you. This is obviously the kind of art that requires you to engage more, and that's sometimes uh, frequently uh, more valuable. And and why I think I'm going to remember this more probably." Uh, no, after, but it's also worthy of it. it. It earned it. It's it. Mm-hmm. There, there are things you read sometimes. Comic books, I, all things, but um, some comic books demand more attention than they pay off because of yeah. because of yeah. the layout, you know. Yeah. And yep. um, this was not one of them. Yeah. There's a. Uh, I'm gonna put it in our chat. I'm probably gonna make this the the image for the episode. Probably my favorite panel is this one where it's just the, the text it just says and the black globe oh, opens yeah. and one of her eyes her pu- her like iris and pupils super shrunk and the other one it's like impossibly giant and dilated and it's just fucking it's got this feral energy that I there, just love. You, there's yeah there's also a level of myth in this like you're not supposed to necessarily so there's multiple layers so mm-hmm. that's very interesting so at the beginning of the comics. Um, she's recounting a story from her perspective, not from an authorial perspective, right? Yeah, Where yeah, she's yeah. in her mother's stomach. And it's not like she's not a Jedi who has who has <laughs> trained herself to know, to remember her time in the womb. She's like, yeah. she's constantly reminding herself on the text, on the page, like, I wasn't there. This isn't how it happened. This is my memory. And it's very cool mm-hmm. um, that, that we were establishing that. And then later... It appears that she stops a bullet with her finger or her hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't and like, believe that that's real? one of Electra's powers. I don't believe that's real. I think that she stopped it or avoided it or was in somehow. I be- I know that she's like mystically ninja. Right. Um, Starting going. But I don't think that's within her wheelhouse. Yeah. Fuck. You know, so, so, so there's a myth and it was in the second issue where it's not from her perspective, there's a myth around her from these government spooks uh, as this, you know, uh, you know, the whore of Bolivia is this sort of crazy assassin that mm-hmm. is not real. The things that are on the page are not actually real to the text. Which yeah. Is crazy cool. It, it's very, just very cool. God damn it. We're going to read more of this. We're going to have an opportunity to, to talk more about this every week for the next few weeks. But uh Yeah. I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to to consume this whole uh, like a fucking like a snake, like a snake. You gotta eat like snake. Eat like snake. <laughs> Shane. Hello. 
wow. Hello and welcome. Welcome to this week's A Fuck, Mary Kill. Where we have one in the gun, one in the bum, and one who is the one. And this week, I want to talk about fashion. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. I, I the thought... The shirt? I, listen, I thought <laughs> that it would be nice to take a break sort of from characters. Um, we haven't, we haven't had a chance to explore our new friends yet, right? Okay. We haven't, we haven't had a chance to meet the new characters, but we have had a chance to get a peek at what everyone is wearing. Um, I got to fuck a shirt today. So- <laughs> yeah, which t-shirt does Andy use? So- use? Use? So, 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 our first contender today is the shirt that just says Pitt. Yes. P-I-P-I-T-T. Okay. The the second contender is the shirt that says property of Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, the Pittsburgh Steelers shirt. So funny. And the third and final piece of beautiful, beautiful propaganda is a flag tattoo on your face. Oh man. Oh no. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's so funny because I feel like there is like my my gut says that there's an obvious answer of killing the flag tattoo on your face. <gasps> and yet, and yet, I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh god. Uh. But here's the strongest feeling I have after you describe those shirts. What if the shirt that just says Pitt is referring to Brad. Oh, you think it's Brad Pitt? Maybe. Property of Brad Pitt. Yeah. Maybe I just wear that shirt around until uh, I manifest my own reality. <laughs> <laughs> if I ever run into him, he knows that I'm his. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. So I don't know. I don't know. Strong feelings. Strong feelings all around. What if it just what? means armpit? What if it's just armpit? With two T's and you misspelled it. I guess I have a clarifying question. Sure. With the T-shirts, I felt like this was fairly straightforward, but now I I, I, I do need to ask. Mm-hmm. What's the metaphorical... Um, oh, the fuck for the tattoo? What's the fuck for the tattoo? <laughs> you got you got right there. <laughs> what is that? Do I? Well, I mean, okay. So I I like to think of fuck Mary Kill as a hierarchy. It's it's mm. hierarchical. Yeah. In terms of in terms of the thing, right? So you have. But you do have I one, get to fuck? You, well, it's hierarchical, sure. But one of them I get to you know. Well, blow I load. mean, no. Well, <laughs> it depends. It God. depends because the, is the tattoo on your face or is the tattoo on someone else's? Face? Well, I'm just saying, is a load and. <laughs> <laughs> you can't ask that question. <laughs> Rory, I just here's the thing. If if you if, if your fantasy is to drop your children on the flag of the United oh, on your States of America, then like that's you gotta do what's in your heart, man. Okay. If you were shooting the soldiers at the flag, you that- can't say that for about four reasons, maybe. <laughs> My sister listens to this podcast. Oh no! <laughs> Five reasons. Um, I've said worse, probably. Y- you probably have. I've oh, cut, you absolutely I've cut worse that you said. <laughs> probably. Nobody's, nobody's. Okay, even I've got defending I've- that possibility. <laughs> <laughs> I've got. I've got an answer. I've got an answer. Mm. I'm going to. Go ahead and kill. Oh God, I, I I had an answer, but now I'm just I'm regretting. You're it. gonna get I'm gonna kicked s- out of America. Shut up! <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Shut up! I'm gonna kill the Pittsburgh Steelers shirt. Okay, because I'm I. You will never catch me wearing that. I'm a Seahawks boy till I die. Uh Seahawks I, boy toy till you die. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cut that shirt off. Make it a crop top. Write animal on it. Seahawks animal and then Jesus I I think I fuck the tattoo oh interesting <laughs> and to interesting. me that means it's a temp tattoo that I wear for like a week <laughs> oh not just like a beach 
You just right. give somebody the give it to somebody. No, in my in my version of this, it's not sexual. It's just that I'm trying out the 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 the, the flag face tattoo just to see how differently people treat me. And oh, I then, love I love that oh, in your brain fun. a fuck is non sexual. I like that. Well, yeah. no, no. I just in in the realm of okay, but you okay, but you can't marry a t shirt and you're I don't know how you would fuck one. Okay, Shane. So let's let's let's. He let's, knows. I no, can, no, no, no. Let's think of at least knows. three way. I think of at least three ways you could <laughs> do that to a t shirt. <laughs> Shane's new BuzzFeed article: three ways to fuck a t shirt. Look, <laughs> no. The, the second one will blow your mind. <laughs> Andrew I'm just load. I'm just saying doctors don't, don't want you to know this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I as a as a like if I'm interpreting kill as never, fuck as let's do it once or try it out mm. and marry as mm-hmm. let's do I it forever. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the sure. do it the do it once and try it out is is the the, the temp tattoo of the flag. Sure, and then once I'm fine. done getting the getting a, a bunch of I don't know, ruining ruining friendships and getting kicked and and really associating with a crowd that I don't want to be associated with. I will then remove the tattoo and then spend the rest of my life in a shirt that says Pit. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. And then and then maybe 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 find Brad and and sure. I have a yeah. similar similar reasoning. I will just wear forever property of the Pittsburgh Steelers as a T-shirt, <laughs> Ahmed, and if anybody infers. What that might mean, let them let them take what they will. <laughs> yeah, let them have, yeah. Comes have up and they're like, well, oh, you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and you're like, what? Just because I'm wearing this T-shirt? <laughs> oh, I I'm, meant I'm, like if a Pittsburgh Steeler decided to just rail me. Oh, oh yeah, sure, decided sure. to Rory's split me open like a that, coconut. <laughs> Rory's comfortable enough in his shirt sexuality to wear <laughs> any shirt. Any shirt's a go shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I don't know. Um, See, so for me, I think I kill the pit shirt because okay. I don't want to represent the city of Pittsburgh. Property of the Pittsburgh Steelers just gives a single NFL team, you know, a little bit of freedom to go where they want to go. It gives them the go ahead. Gives a few people the go ahead. I'm <laughs> comfortable with that. That's I, and I'm, you know, and I'm happy with that. Yeah. All uh, right. All right. I don't I, you know. My loyalty to the Seahawks is significantly lower than my loyalty to the town, baby. Okay, so fair enough, fair shirt. enough, fair enough. And uh, that also means that yeah. I have, I do the flag face fuck. And I would love it if you stopped there and did not describe <laughs> any details. Fair I need enough. details. I need details. Fair mm, enough. Um, some some music is going to start playing and it's going to get louder. Play you off. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like a marching band getting louder as he's talking. <laughs> oh, who invited John Philip Sousa? <laughs> <laughs> Shane, no, tell Shane, us. reveal um, your shame. I <laughs> <laughs> listen. I kill the flag. I'm not afraid. Um, kick me out. Kick me out of the country. All right. Well, the agency is gonna um, have a lot to think about now. I I kill the flag because very specifically. I probably have sex with the property of the Pittsburgh Steelers shirt. <laughs> it feels like that's that's the sex shirt. Um, okay. It does feel like a sex shirt, for sure. If, if, it definitely feels like a shirt that your girlfriend wears after you're done having <laughs> sex with her. So okay, it's a well, sex shirt, right? Yeah, I mean, that's really um, real. And I... I marry the pit I like in this idea, both of you guys consider yourselves possible Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, I could. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shirt just anybody's. anybody's <laughs> I don't know why, but that made me think just, of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like, the fact that Andy and I are like, yeah, we could absolutely play for the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> Um no and then I I marry I marry the pit shirt and it gets disgusting and so gross and nasty for the rest of my life. Um but people always ask what it means and I always have a different kind of pit answer for them. Oh, it you joker for the day. Mhm. Mhm. Mm. No one will ever know the true pit. I like okay. it. I like it. All right. All right. Shane's answers are surprisingly tame. Coherent. Yeah. Today. All right, that's that, fine. <laughs> that was, well, I didn't have to. I didn't have to confer with God about how to face fuck a flag. So. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
<laughs> Look, everybody, thank you. Thank you, as always, for listening to this increasingly hard-to-watch train wreck of a podcast. Uh, it's it's just... it's it. <laughs> every week we stray farther from l- the light. From, and, the, from and, God's love? From God's love. <laughs> and, and this has been issue 74 <laughs> of the Infinite Backlog. Don't forget to drink your beast milk. And uh, <laughs> goodbye. Bye now. Bye. For me, if a game can keep me, if it's the only game I play for months and months, that's worth a little bit of money compared to buying yeah. new games. And, you know, like that doesn't bother me. And I don't Absolutely. mind supporting it financially. Um, yeah, that um, I would I would pay if I was playing. I usually bought the well, not usually I guess I only played for a couple months, but I did the magic arena. I bought the mm, whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. thing so yeah. that it was easier to get to get mythic and dunk on chain. Yeah, that was all you really wanted in the end. I don't recall any of that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I selectively re- uh, yeah. remove memories in order to stay friends with certain people. Here's the yeah, exactly. Here's the thing: your plan didn't work because it just doesn't exist in my brain. Oh, no. If I choose not to remember it, it's uh, Oops. worthless. <laughs>